Yay! You're here! Welcome to Yesterday, Today, and the Next, a podcast where we talk about mental, emotional well-being, community, and Jesus. People often settle and live below or outside their God-given giftedness, are fragmented, and as try-hard false versions of themselves. Walking with the Holy Spirit into the lives and stories of people that God brings into my path, I help disentangle the human experience and dismantle the broken and false narratives they carry so they live better and do their work well. Hi, I am Emily Lou. Thank you for welcoming me into your ears and allowing my voice into your life. Again, it is a privilege. I would not take that for granted. I'd like to start each episode with a scripture, and today it is from Psalm chapter 4, verse 8. In peace, I will lie down and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. Psalm chapter 4, verse 8. We don't know the exact situation behind this psalm, but we know the relevant dynamics. We can relate. We know what it's like to have difficult circumstances swirling around us. Lack of money, breakups, heartbreaks, a medical diagnosis, loss of a loved one, grief, unemployment, family struggles, all of it. We lie awake wondering how things will play out, trying to think of solutions. We envision various scenarios, plan how we might respond in each one, and speculate about what to do or how others are making matters more complicated. Overthinking can keep us awake for hours. Psalm chapter 4 verse 8 gives us a different perspective. Here, David says he lies down in peace and sleep. But how? Because David knew God is sovereign and ultimately only God can steal the storm that rage outside and inside. Where do we find peace in our storm? Certainly not in focusing on the storm that never comes any situation. Nope. The way to lie down in peace and sleep is to hand the storm over to God knowing He is present, is working on our behalf, and able to accomplish anything. When you find yourself overthinking about all the scenarios and getting lost with a desire to know why, I suggest you recite this verse out loud for each time you catch yourself overthinking. In peace, I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. excited to be talking to you about the topic of faith in Jesus and mental emotional health today. Why faith and mental health? Uh, Where do I even begin talking about this? There are certainly gaps. So, I'll start from personal experience. I was born again from one religion into Christianity when I was 15 years old. I was working in the church and have been ministering, teaching Bible studies, leading small groups for years, and what have you. What I was coming across time and time again was that I found myself primarily managing mental crisis. Things like trauma, 
stress, grief, societal ideation, anxiety, seasonal depression, whatever. Looking back now, it makes a lot of sense. God was not only excavating layers and parts of me that need healing, He was also preparing me for the ultimate assignment He has for me in the role I am in now. Friends, in the stripping is the rebuilding. In the wounding is where I found healing. When my papa died in 2011, that was the final straw that pushed me to intentionally seek healing for myself. Yes, it took me that long. I can be stubborn. Prior to Papa's death was Mama's death. Have experienced spiritual abuse, church hurt, and emotional abuse. I was gaslighted before gaslighting was a common term. Then there were seasons of unemployment, relational betrayal, heartbreaks, and isolation in between. The years were long, friends. The years were long. As you can imagine, I didn't know how faith and mental health collide and what it means for me as a spiritual, physical, emotional, volitional, and sexual being. So, I went to a U.S.-educated psychotherapist who lives in Cebu long before it was normal for a born-again Christian to see a psychotherapist. It still is not normal. There is still stigma and shame when Christians see a counselor or therapist, and that's why I am here in this podcast to break the lie and shame that it brings. Years after, I went to a healing retreat called Heal for Life. I was batch 52, by the way, which became the commencement of all the work that needs to be done healing from my past, from the pain of my past. Years prior to Heal for Life, I also went to attend Ancient Paths 1 and 2. Not that I am done healing. Nope. Just that the curative healing process is wiped clean and I am now in the preventive stage. I might talk about this curative preventive soon in the podcast. After Heal for Life, I then knew the difference between just coping and living from a place of healing. I am not saying that coping is wrong. Coping is what makes you able to survive. And it makes a lot it may make a lot of sense for you now. However, I know that living healed is a much better way. Knowing this, and the growing desire to help others live healed, not just cope, led me to go back to school into the study and doing research linking psychology, brain science, in light of Jesus and scripture, and facilitating these conversations. Yes, I am a born-again Christian and a mental health professional fueled by faith and Holy Spirit power who believe in the transformative impact of the gospel on mental health and emotional wellness. Research for over 20 years have shown that when a person is in psychological distress, they're going to their church and faith communities before they ever step foot to a mental health professional. That just, off the bat, is why it's important to talk about this. I see that the church is not only part of the solution, but 
also the front lines of the mental health crisis because that's where people go when they're in despair or are struggling. I noticed though that we did not really have a full understanding of all the aspects that make up the mental health and we did not have the resources. What does this faith and mental health conversation include? Well, it includes everything. First and foremost, you and I are spiritual beings. Because of this, faith is connected to everything in our lives, whether we realize it or not. Faith is entwined with our mental, emotional health and the actions that we do. Our faith and mental health manifests in what we believe, how we feel about what we believe, what we think about how we feel with what we believe, and what we decide to do about all of that. Every facet of our lives is lived at the intersection of faith and mental health, and I want to help you live this life better. I am here for all of it. I want to walk alongside you as you heal, change, and grow. Let me echo here what Dr. Phillips said. We don't grow in the dark. Growth happens in the light. I'm challenging you to leave darkness behind, to come out of hiding, to shed secrets, to step beyond shame and stand in the light of truth. No, not your truth or my truth because there is no such thing as relative truth. There is only one truth and it is absolute. John chapter 14 verse 6 tells us, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. It did not say Jesus is one of the ways and just my truth but not your truth. It is written, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. They say you are only as sick as your secrets. So this leaving darkness behind, this coming out of hiding, this journey of healing and mental wellness, no, it's not an easy thing to do. And yes, it'll be worth it. No, it will not be a walk in the park. And yes, it gets more painful before it gets better. Here's one thing I know. I won't be asking you to do something in this podcast that I am not willing to do myself or have not been to myself. That is why in this episode, I invited you into my personal story. And I think it's just proper for you to get to know the host a little bit. There is a reason why I am passionate about therapy and counseling ministry. Because just as you have heard, it is rooted in my own pain. And when Jesus put therapy and counseling into my path, it just clicked. I left a thriving job to go back to school after which devote my time into therapy and counseling ministry after much thought. I've always heard you can't take people with you where you have not gone. So... I'm taking you with me to a place I've been to myself and is still walking into. A journey of becoming well, becoming free, and becoming whole. Friends, asking for help is healthy, not weak. 
It is humility to say I am not okay and I need help. It is humility to say there are some things I need help with in processing my inner world. Don't plan to do this mental emotional healing alone. This is a sisterhood. This is a brotherhood. We lean on and learn from each other. So between now and the next episode, here's what I suggest you consider doing. Identify your safe person and go share a part of your story you haven't shared yet to that safe person. We'll continue this topic next episode, but let me remind you that I do not plan to do this podcast alone too. I'd like to bring you in, the listener, yes, that's you. Email me your questions or reflections about the episode, iman at emiluiman.com. Or leave me a voice message at the link in the show notes. If you haven't yet, click subscribe. Give a 5-star rating and leave a comment. If you are already subscribed, thank you. Let's pray. Father, things are beyond my control. I know they always are, but they seem especially so now. I can't fix my circumstances or clear my head or mend my broken heart or settle my chaotic thoughts, but I know, God, you can. Only you, Jesus, can bring me peace in the midst of all of them. Please calm my heart and envelop me with peace that surpasses all understanding. Because I know, God, you can give me rest. In peace, I will lie down and sleep for you alone, O Lord will keep me safe. Amen. This has been Yesterday, Today, and the Next podcast. Catch up with you next week. Music